27, we're going to pick up with verse number 21. The Bible says, but after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was told me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this wonderful morning. I thank you for the, the moderate temperatures you've allowed us to enjoy the last several days. Lord, I thank you for this week. Um, Lord, for our church, it's been, it's been a difficult week, but Lord, through it all, you've been good to us, and I thank you for that. Thank you for the good activity we had yesterday, Lord, for the sweet time of fellowship we were able to enjoy. I pray now that in the next several minutes, though, you turn our attention completely to the Word of God. I ask that you would show us from the scriptures that we've already read and from those that we'll look at this morning that you would um, touch our hearts, Holy Spirit, that you would truly um, have freedom to do as you see fit. I ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. This term, uh, be of good cheer, occurs seven times in the New Testament. You'll find the term good cheer used one at a time here in the book of Acts. As we, as we look at this this morning, um, I want to emphasize a few things. And I believe with all of my heart that it's something we need to get hold of. This morning's message is as much for me as it is for anyone. I had several other directions I was going to go in, but the Lord laid this upon my heart, and I believe he takes precedence in that area. God wants us to be of good cheer. He wants us to be happy, he wants us to be kind, and he wants us to be of good cheer. God wants us to be generous and loving, and God wants us to be of good cheer. God wants us to be victorious and successful. But he also wants us to be of good cheer. Folks, in hard times, God says to you, be of good cheer. As I look at that, and I look at the passages, and we've got four of them in front of us this morning, if you got that little handout, we're going to look at those um, time permitting. But I want you to understand, God wants us, God desires us to be of good cheer. We sing the song from time to time in church to brighten the corner where you are. God wants us to be a cheerful people. Some of you this morning, you say, why should I cheer up? It's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. In a moment, we're going to take a look at it. And by God's grace, I'll answer that from the word of God. Let me switch microphones here, Jesse, and we're going to jump in. first passage I want to look at is found in Matthew chapter 9. I gave you verse number 2 in your handout there. and 
Matthew chapter 9, verse 1, it says, And he entered into a ship and passed over and came into his own city. And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, saith, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether is easier to say thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say arise and walk? But that he, ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then saith to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thy house. And he arose and departed to his house. A wonderful story. Wonderful miracle takes place here. Just fantastic. Um, a man that's sick. A man whose friends have brought him to Christ. A man who has really no hope for a normal life is healed. And Jesus looked at that man and said, Son, be of good cheer, but what I want you to look at this morning is why he was commanded to be of good cheer. And by the way, if you don't, if you don't see the command and be of good cheer, you're missing it. Amen. All right. I mean, it's a command of God to have a cheerful heart. We are to have the joy of the Lord. We are to have a peace that passeth all understanding. We're to have that, and we're supposed to be a cheerful people. And friend, the first reason this morning that I can find biblically that we're to be of good cheer is praise God, our sins are forgiven. Those that have trusted Christ as their Savior, your sins are forgiven. I mean, I can't think, I mean this, I can't think of a, a better reason to be cheerful this morning other than the fact that Christ is my Savior. And those sins that condemn me to, a, to an eternity in hellfire, they're gone. My slate has been wiped clean. It's as if those sins never existed. The righteousness of Jesus Christ has, 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 has overshadowed me. And when God looks at this old fellow, what he sees is he sees the righteousness of the perfect Lamb of God. And that Lamb of God took my sins away. Oh, I love it, folks. My sins are forgiven. You see, this morning, and I don't care where you are, I don't care what you're doing, I don't care where you've come from, if your sins are forgiven you, you can smile and you can take solace in the fact that you are a child of God. And my friend, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. You see, um, not only was this man healed physically, but praise God, he was healed spiritually. Modern medicine can do some wonderful things. I mean, it can do some marvelous things, but my friend, it can never heal you spiritually. The modern medicine of today, you can walk into the doctor's office and you can get prescriptions for everything. Folks, you can get prescriptions for, for, for all sorts of problems, including depression. But let me tell you this, you cannot get a prescription that will heal your spirit. Only God alone holds that power. And my friend, he looked at that man that was sick of the palsy and he said, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are gone. He said, they're gone. And this morning, my friend, be of good cheer if you've trusted Christ. You see, the day when Christ looked down and forgave him, do you have that moment in your life? If you have that moment in your life when God Almighty forgave your sin, when you trusted Christ as your personal Savior, if you have that moment in your life, then be of good cheer. I mean, folks, we got no reason to walk around like we're condemned. We've been freed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I mean, we, we have liberty in the Spirit of God. We have something that the world does not have. We have freedom in our Lord and Savior. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Think about it. Heaven's my home. We've talked about that a whole lot this week, Betty. Be of good cheer. 
be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven thee. Secondly, in Matthew chapter 14 and verse number 27, the Bible says this, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. And I love what he says next. Three words. It is I. Be not afraid. He says to them, It is I. Folks, think about that sometime. You know why, Christian, you can be of good cheer? Number one, your sins are forgiven thee. Number two, because he walks with you. Man, think about that sometime. There is no valley that you've ever gone through as a child of God that he's not been there with you in. There is no moment in your life, the deepest, the darkest, the the hardest times when God Almighty, His presence has not been with you and you've been able to go through that time and praise God you can get through those times. Today some of you say, well I'm depressed and I'm down and I'm defeated and I'm just going to sit here. Shame on you. Be of good cheer. He walks with you. It is I. Jesus looked at his friends and he said, guys, come on, it's me. Be of good cheer. Oh, this morning we understand, as the ladies just sang, he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I'm his very own. Isn't that good? I mean, you think about that sometime. You think about the fact that in that garden, folks, the garden where Jesus prayed, you think about that time in His life as He is going to offer His body, He is going to shed His blood as a sacrifice for the world. You think about that moment in His life and then you look at ours, and my friend, in those hard times. He says, it is I. He says, it is I. Be not afraid. Folks, life, to many of us, the future is unknown. We don't understand it. We don't comprehend it. We've never been there. We don't know what it has to offer. We don't know what the feelings are like. But I'll tell you this this morning. You don't have to be afraid of what life is going to throw at you. And it's not because you're capable. And it's not because you're grounded. And it's not because you're a stable mentality. It is because Jesus Christ is with you. He says, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. The story here is so beautiful because we see Jesus meeting his friends. You see, the storm was on. The times were tough. Death could have been imminent. He said, be of good cheer. It is I. My friend this morning... I don't know where you are in your Christian life, but let me say this. He's with you. He's with you. He's my Lord. He's my God. He's my friend. He's all I'll need. And thank God he's he's all I'll ever have to need. There's nothing more. There's nothing more. The third one is found in John chapter 16 and verse 33. Jesus at this point, at this place in his earthly ministry, is beginning to prepare his disciples for his departure. Jesus has told them time and again that that he would die. Jesus told them time and again that he wasn't going to stay with them forever. 
they refuse to listen. They're like a lot of us are. We, we kind of get it in our heads that everything's just going to continue as it's always been. But in John chapter 16, the last verse of the chapter, but Jesus says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. It says, In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Why? I have overcome the world. He says, number one, be of good cheer because your sins are forgiven thee. He says, number two, be of, of good cheer because I am with you. It is I. Thirdly, he says, be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. He, I love this about Christ. He was very straightforward in his dealings. He said, boys, you're going to have tribulation in the world. And folks, you will have tribulation. You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through hard times. You're going to face death. You're going to deal with death in your family. And my friend this morning, that's a part of this life, this world. But he says, be of good cheer. He said, I've overcome the world. That's a big term. It is. I mean, think about that sometime. I mean, folks, this world throws a lot of things on our doorstep, doesn't it? I mean, it throws fear. It, it, it throws problems with our finances. It throws death. It throws everything it has to offer on our doorstep. And Jesus said, don't know. Hold on. He says, be a good cheer. I overcame the world. He said, I just didn't overcome your little problems. He said, I overcame them all. I mean, I don't know what you face today. I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's sickness. I don't know if it's depression. I don't know if it's disease. But I promise you this, he overcame it. You see, he didn't just stand there when he, when he rose from the grave and said, oh, well, <laughs> good luck, fellas. I'm going to heaven. No, he said, be of good cheer. I overcame the world. He said, those problems, those friends that, you, that forsake you, I've overcome them. He says, the family members that won't talk to you, I have overcome them. He says, the hard times at work that you take for serving Christ, I overcame them. He said, those hurts that only you know and those, those, those feelings that only you have, he said, I have overcome them. I overcame the world. See, folks, it's a beautiful statement. He says, in me ye have peace. He says, in the world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Every time he says it, man, he's saying, hey, hold on here. Hold on. You're not supposed to be depressed. You're not supposed to be down. There's nothing to be defeated about because I've overcome the world. Let me put it this way. He says, I already got the victory. He says, it's mine. <laughs> you know, folks, I'd encourage you sometime to read the Bible. You're going to find some really great stuff in there. I mean it. I mean, we, we, we talk so often about, about a better place. You know the Bible talks about heaven? Do you know the Bible talks, talking the other night to one of the folks... The Bible talks about the fact that in heaven there will be no more tears. Isn't that going to be great? There's going to be no more sickness in heaven. None. We'll never... <laughs> Some of you are fighting that blasted cold that's going around right now. You won't even have the sniffles up in heaven. No more runny noses, mothers, grandmothers. Isn't that great? I mean, there's not going to be any more disease. There's not going to be any more death. There's not going to be any of that stuff. The Bible talks about that. And folks... Jesus said, hey, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Oh, this morning when we realize that, if you're living a life that's defeated, it's because you choose to. You see, folks, what faces you today, he's overcome it. He defeated it. He crushed it. 
he conquered it. And thank God he rules over it. See, Jesus Christ, he is my reason for victory in the Christian life. It's not what lies in me. As, as, as Paul said, oh wretched man that I am. He says, I know who I am. I know what I have to offer God. He says, I got nothing. He says, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, this morning, would you understand that he's overcome the world? Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Acts chapter 27, we use this as our text. and You'll actually find this phrase used several times in just this passage alone. Paul is a prisoner. Paul is being taken to Rome. They have boarded a ship at a time of year when it isn't real wise to do so, but they were in a hurry to get there for one reason or another, and we'll not go into that this morning. But Paul warned them. He said, if we take this journey, we'll not make it. Well, the storm hits, and it's terrible. It's everything Paul said and, and more. But Paul comes to them. In verse 22, he says, And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. He, he looks at the sailors. He says, boys, he said, nobody's going to die. That's the good news. <laughs> he said, the ship's going down. That's the bad news. That's, that's pretty intense. He says, there's an angel of God who whose I am and whom I serve. He said, there, there, there's a man, uh, an angel that stood by me this night that told Paul he'd be brought before Caesar. But verse 25 is what's so beautiful to me. Because he says, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. For I believe God that it shall be even as was told me. Lastly, why are you to be of good cheer, because I believe God. I believe God. Folks, this morning, <laughs> do you believe God? I could talk about all sorts of promises in the Bible this morning, and I could tell you how big a God we have, but I'm asking you, do you believe God? We, we, we talk all the time about God giving us the victory. You know, our, our Reformers Unanimous on Friday nights, we meet and we, we talk about how God can give us the victory over addictions and stubborn habits in our lives. And praise God, He can. And He will. But Paul said, sirs, be of good cheer. I believe God. He said, God has given me some things. And he said, I'm going to be of good cheer because I believe it. See, folks, I think the problem with Christians is we don't believe what God is telling us. God has told us some wonderful things in His Word. He, is, he has given us some beautiful, beautiful promises and wonderful passages that, that, that are comforting and that are helpful. So be of good cheer, for I believe God. Paul said, guys, he said, I believe God that it shall be even as it was told unto me. He said, God has told me I'm going to go in front of Caesar. God has told me I'll stand in front of him. And I believe God, word for word. 
See, folks, some of us have gotten caught up in this concept that, well, we believe there is a God, and we believe that God is kind of good, and we believe that he kind of checks in on us from time to time. That's not the case. No, my friend, God is interested with every vital part of your life, and God loves you, and God takes care of you, and God does all of that. So be of good cheer, because I believe God. See, Paul said, fellas, I'm not worried about the ship breaking up. I believe God. Some of you this morning, you need to look up to heaven and say, I'm not worried about the sickness that's ravaging my body because I believe God. We read the verses on Friday morning, John chapter 14. The Bible says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. John 14, 2. Do you know what Jesus tells us? He says, I go to prepare a place for you. He says, be of good cheer. He says, be of good cheer. And folks, today, some of you, you're struggling. I'm not mad at you. I'm not angry with you. I know how life is. I told you this morning, this message is as much for me as it is for anybody in this room. Man, this last week, I, 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 I shared on Friday during the funeral the, 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 the one of the greatest greatest things about this ministry, about God allowing me to be a part, is that many of the people I grew up looking up to, I mean, I, I, I not idolized them, but, but they were my heroes, and I, and, I, and I was thankful for them, and they taught me how to live by their character and by their godly example. One of the greatest, greatest blessings of my ministry is that. But one of the hardest things is when God chooses to take one of them to heaven. I don't want to let go. I mean, I haven't known him for just five or ten years of ministry. I've known him since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. I've known him since I was old enough to recognize people. And boy, that's hard. And I looked at him and I said, God, why? Why do you allow this? Why do you do this? And God looked back at me and said, son, be of good cheer. Do you believe me? And I thought, yeah, Lord, I do. And folks, you learn to grin through the tears. Brother Leppert was teasing me last week, and he said, Pastor, every time you preach, he said, you preach with that goofy permagrin. He said, it looks like it's just stuck on your face. But folks, you know what people in the world need to see is Christians who are of a good cheer. I didn't take any classes to learn how to smile like that. It's sort of natural. Folks, see, we, we say, but, but life is hard. God never said it wasn't. He said, in this world, you will have tribulation. He said, you're going to deal with difficulties. Hey, Paul, the ship's going down. Do you know how to swim? <laughs> Folks, I don't have the answers. But I can be of good cheer. Because I believe God. And this morning, I, I would look out at a congregation. I know some of you are hurting. I know the family. Boy, there's a hole in their heart. And, uh, Betty shared with me, there's a hole in our church. There is. That pew, you know, Gene has filled that pew for many years, and he's filled it ably. But be of good cheer. Because Gene's filling a pew somewhere today. Be of good cheer. Hey, my friend, your problem, your difficulty, don't let it destroy you. You say, Pastor, it's hard right now. I'm not making light of your problem. I would never do that. But be of good cheer. You say, but, 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 but it's tearing me apart. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Don't, don't, let it, don't let it destroy your life. Be of good cheer. Why? Well, your sins are forgiven. 
Your sins are forgiven you. Be of good cheer. Why? Because I walk with you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why, David? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Be of good cheer. Why? Because I'm with you. Thirdly, be of good cheer. Why? Because I have overcome the world. Oh, that's good. Some of you today, you say, I got things in my life I can't beat. You're wrong. You say, there, there are areas, boy, I, I mean, they're, 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 Satan's got a hold, and I, it's, it's, it's ruining me. It's ruining my marriage. It's ruining my relationship with my kids. No, be of good cheer. He overcame the world. And that same one that overcame the world as a born-again Christian lives inside of you. And my friend, you believe it. And lastly, be of good cheer. Why? I believe God. And I believe it will be even as it was told unto me. Hey, folks. Do you believe him? Do you believe that God walks with you? Do you believe that he overcame the world? Do you believe that he forgave your sins when you trusted Christ? Do you believe he can help you to be of good cheer? I do. I do. You say it's as simple as that. Ah, there's a few other things that go into it. But for the most part, yes, it is. Be of good cheer. Hey, Christian today, friend, you say that sounds like a tall order. There are some days I don't want to smile. I know. But God said, be of good cheer. He said, learn <laughs> to laugh Learn to enjoy, learn to praise God, learn to worship Him through the trials of life. So that's what I want. Folks, you know this, this journey we're on right now called life? <laughs> it can throw some knuckleballs at us, can't it? Yeah. It throws things at us we never dreamed of. But through it all, God says, <laughs> I'm supposed to have a bunch of crazy people down there who are of good cheer. They're of good cheer. Oh, the world, the world hates them. The world despises them. The world mocks them. The world hunts them. But they are of good cheer. My friend, this morning, let me, let me say in closing, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. I don't know what you're facing in your life. I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't know all of your trials. Some of them I do. Some of them I don't. But let me ask you this. Do you believe God? Be of good cheer. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Folks, as we get ready for the invitation, I've not preached long today. But let me ask you, 
If you're in this room under the sound of my voice, do you know Christ as your personal Savior? See, if, if you don't know that, the other ones don't mean a lot. See, we need to be of good cheer because our sins are forgiven. If you're in here this morning, you've never trusted Christ, during the invitation, would you just come down, and I, I will not embarrass you, but I'll have someone who show, knows the Word of God show you how you can be born again, how you can be a child of God's. And Christian, if your sins are forgiven, you'd be of good cheer. If you are a Christian, be of good cheer because he walks with you. He's overcome the world. And lastly, be of good cheer. Why? Because you believe God. As the instruments begin to play, if the Lord's laid something in your heart, you come down to this old-fashioned altar and you take it up directly with him.